On Wednesday night is Lag Ba'omer. And therefore the topic for today is Lag Ba'omer. Okay. I mean, it makes sense, no? I don't know if, if ever you've ever asked yourselves, what's it all about? In other words, we all go, you know, and you make your bonfires and you sing your songs and, and, and whatever other minhagim you have, roasting marshmallows. Um, why? Why are we doing it? So the answer is there's no clear makor. Um, there's no clear makor, but there are seven different theories or seven different possibilities as to the minhag of... Uh, of celebrating Lag Ba'omer. The most popular is that it's the Hilula of Rabbi Shim Bar Yochai. Okay, Rabbi Shim Bar Yochai um, lived around 1,800 years ago. He was, uh, Rabbi Kiva was his Rebbe. And last time we spoke a little bit about Sphero, he mentioned that uh, Rabbi Kiva's Talmidim died uh, between Pesach and Atzeret, but the Gemara there also says that afterwards Rabbi Kiva picked himself up and went to the south, to the Darom, and basically taught five Tamidim. And one of those five Tamidim was Rabbi Shem Bayochai. Okay? Um, Rabbi Shem Bayochai's son was uh, Rabbi Lezab Rabbi Shimon, also uh, an interesting figure as well. In any case, Rabbi Shem Bayochai was a freedom fighter. He was a person who uh, resisted or was against the, the, the Roman occupation. There's an agata to mention the Gemara in Shabbos. I'll read you a, a loosely what it says there. Patach Rabbi Yehuda, and it's probably Rabbi Yehuda bar Chalafta, but I'm not 100% sure. Patach Rabbi Yehuda bar Amar. It's a conversation. Rabbi Yehuda said, Kama na'im ma'asim shel umazu. How pleasant are the actions of this this nation? He's referring to the Romans. Tiknu shvakim, tiknu gesharim, tiknu merchatzaot. Okay, they established marketplaces, they established uh, ri- uh, bridges, and they they also established uh, uh, bathhouses. Rabbi Yossi Shatak. So Rabbi Yossi was also there, standing at the, in the same company. He was quiet. Nene Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai va'amar. But Rabbi Shimon Bar answered. Anything that they that they establish, it's only for their own good. They made marketplaces in order that they could put prostitutes there in, in the marketplace. And indeed, anybody knows that that was really one, they had a special place. In any marketplace, there was a special place for, for the zonot. They, they established... They established uh, bathhouses, in order to pamper themselves. Gisharim, they made uh, bridges. In order to take a toll, to take a toll on the, uh, for the bridges. That was what Rabbi Shumbayachai said. Halach Yehuda ben Geirim, a man named Yehuda ben Geirim went, and told over this conversation. And eventually, the government, the Romans heard. Amru Yehuda Sheila, this is Yehuda Bachalafta, that praised the Romans, Yitale, he'll be promoted. Yosi Shashatak, 
Yigalel Tzipori. Rabbi Yossi, who is quiet, he's going to be allowed to go to Tzipori, and because of that, Rabbi Yossi established Tzipori to be the main um, Torah center uh, in his time. Shimon, Shegina, however, Shimon, that was derogatory, Yehareg, he has to be killed. And Rabbi Shimon heard this, someone tipped him off, and he went ahead and, and fled for 13 years in the famous uh, cave in Piki'in. Some say 12 years, okay, in Piki'in. Um, and it was in that cave, according to the tradition, he discovered the, the Zohar. He and his son uh, learned it together in, in the cave. Okay. Um, there's another Gemara that mentions the fact that after Rabbi Shimon died, uh, and rather, rather, after Rabbi Lazar, his son died, so there was a fight between the two cities, between Meron and Gush Chalav, which was also in that area, who, as to where, which city is going to, to be able to have his kever. And in the end, um, the Anshe Gush Chalav won, so to speak, and buried them in Gush Chalav. Then, a few nights later, in the middle of the night, the people of Meron came and stole his body and reburied it in, uh, in Meron next to his father. Okay? Anyways, the uh, Hilula is a celebration. Sometimes in the Gemara it means a wedding, but in these contexts, the Hilula means the day of Shem went up to heaven and kind of like joined HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, that's why it's called Hilula. Uh, historians try to, 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 to search for some kind of indication of when there were these celebrations in, in, uh, in Meron, you know, when, when does Lagba Omer, you know, when did it start? So, uh, one of the early, earliest records is a, a, um, an Arab historian named al where he describes a, a type of celebration that went on, and he was around the 1300s, in the area of Meron, Rav uh, Rav Vadya Bartunura wrote a letter to his to his brother. I believe it was the, the year was fourteen eighty nine, also des- de- describing a type of celebration of Madurot, um, a bonfires in the area of the Kever Shpi on Lag Baomer. Um, there were also descriptions from a- 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 outside sources of uh, of the Jews. Uh, but but those were celebrations that were done on Tet Vav Iyar. Okay, which is today really, right? Today's Tet Vav Iyar. And it, it might have been conjunction with Pesach Sheni. So there's some, there's some historians that want to say that the date of Lag Omer was just readjusted or, or, or happened in the past 100 or 200 years. Um, and it's not really that old. Um, as far as making Lag Ba'omer the day of bonfires, the day of, of, of recognizing Roshim Bar Yochai. Okay? Um, there is a raya against it, that, that is a raya against it being because of Hilul de Rashbi. The Chuma Sadeshin is an example, the Rabbi Yisrael Israelin, which lived about a hundred years before the Shulchan Aruch. So he says that the Minag of Avelut stops on Lag Ba'omer, Minhag of stops Lag Ba'omer, but it doesn't mention anything about Mishim Bayechai or any type of celebrations at all. In other words, the date is recognized, but nothing more than that. The Shulchan Aruch, as a matter of fact, um, who, as you know, lived in Tzfat, uh, brings them uh, the fact that the Minak of Velut, according to some, go on to Lamed Dalit Ba'omer. And again, that would kind of show 
that Lamid Gimelbaum wasn't such a big deal in the times of the Chachmei Tzvat, uh, at least when, when the Shulchan Aruch was around. Okay? The Ramah, who didn't live in Tzvat, but lived, you know, whatever, 40 years later, uh, mentions Lag Baomer, and he says, Nohagim Bo Ktsat Simcha. And there, there's a, cl- a clear reference of, of being Misamech and Lag Baomer. Um, he also mentions, interesting, the Ramah says that the Minag Ashkenaz, Nohag Bo Ktsat Simcha, but on the other hand, the Minag is not to take a, a haircut until the morning of the next day. Because he says, you need Mitzat Yom Kekulo. In other words, you want to be Mashlim, the 33 days, and you want to be knowing at least one day, the beginning, in, in the morning, a little bit, uh, and then, then only then to take, get a haircut. Okay. Um, another theory is it's tied to Rav Shimbayachai, but it's not the death of Shimbayachai, but it's rather the Yom Smicha of the five Tamidim Rabbi And Shimbayachai was one of them. This is mentioned by the Chida, and it's mentioned by the Prichadosh. That that's the significance of Lagba Omer, that it's the Yom of, that Rabbi Kiva gave smicha to these five Tamidim that guaranteed the continuation of, uh, of Torah, really, because of the decimation of what happened in times of Rabbi Kiva. A third theory, uh, again, has nothing to do with Shem Bayochai, is that when the Gemara Yuvamot, According to some Gersot, it doesn't say Mipesach ad Atzeret, but rather Mipesach ad Pros Atzeret. And Pros means half, and understood as being like half a month. So 15 days before uh, Shavuot is roughly Lag Baomer. Um, it's also mentioned by the Sefer Manhig, one of the Rishonim, lived around 800 years ago, that Pros is, 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 a half, is two weeks before Shavuot, which comes to Lag Baomer. A fourth theory is mentioned by the Maharil, and he mentions that the Minog was to celebrate, not celebrate, commemorate 32 days of Avelut. And that finishes on Magba Omer. In other words, why 32? Because the, the Talmudim of Yikiva only died on days that they say Tachnun. On days that they didn't say Tachnun, they didn't die. So if you calculate the days that you say Tachnun from Pesach until Shavuot, you will find that there are 32 days. So it doesn't come as a date, really. And it doesn't come because Ram Shem Bayachai, but rather it, it was the amount of days that, that there was death. And to commemorate that, so you have a minute of 32 days. And, that, and I never did that, because someone always died on that day. Well, if you're a chassid, yeah. Right. Um, the Khatam Sofa comes up with a, another theory, and he says that it's the day that man started to fall in the Midbar. <coughs> The Chatam Sofer. And this could be calculated, but, but more or less he says that that's the day what came out to be Lagba Omer. Some want to say that Ochle Man, I mean, they don't, it's a fact that the phrase Ochle Man means people that learn Kabbalah, that learn the Zohar. They're called Ochle Man. Okay? Another theory is that it was not the day that Rishim Machai died, and not the day that Rishim Machai gave Smicha to his Talmidim, but it was the day that Yerushim Mechai and his son, uh, Rabbi Lazar, emerged from the cave. Okay? And lastly, I think one of the most um, creative ideas is that it's, it was actually Yom Yerushalayim, or Yom Cherut Yerushalayim, from the time of Bar Kochva. In other words, Bar Kochva revolt started with them trying to take over Yerushalayim, 
And that was the day, there was a short period of time that Barakocha actually controlled Yerushalayim, and they celebrated that day. And that was Lagba Omer. So again, you see, just by the, the many, many different theories that there are, there's not a very, very clear theory. Now we get to the minhagim that people actually do on Lagba Omer. So one minhag is to have a pilgrimage to go to the kever of Rashbi and Rabbi Lezer uh, on Lag Baomer. There is such a minhag. Um, just the other day, uh, Rav Vadio saved the Rav Rashi, the Swahili Rav Rashi, uh, on the radio, mentioned that he's 100% sure that Rav Shimon doesn't want anybody going to his kever and being the Vatal Torah for many, 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 many hours. And that the greatest uh, commemoration of his uh, of his memory would be to learn Torah, any Torah really. But if you want to learn his Torah, but the last thing you want to do is spend hours and hours and hours traveling and etc. And just to, to be by the kever, he said that you know that's bittul Torah. Anyways, another minhag is um, bows and arrows. Anybody ever do that minhag of bows and arrows on on Bomer? No, yeah, I've done it. So what's that about? And what's the bonfire idea about? Like, why, you know, what's making bonfires in Lag Bomber, what's that about? So, um, it could be connected to Merit Bar Kochva. In other words, the bows and arrows commemorating um, rebellion. Uh, another theory is that in the times of the Romans, they weren't allowed to learn Torah, so a person that would want to teach Torah to a bunch of people, so they would take bows and arrows and go off out of, out of the city into the fields or into the into the forest, and if somebody would ask, you know, Romans there, what are you doing? They would say, oh, we're just we're just learning, you know, athletics, and the Romans would be very impressed and very happy, and then they would go and learn Torah in the forest. That's another theory. Um, there's a connection between Rabbi Kiva, uh, Rabbi Kiva, who obviously it's known he supported Bar Kochva. The Gemara mentions that he supported Bar Kochva. The Rambam mentions that Rabbi Kiva was convinced that Rabbi was the Mashiach. Okay, the Melech HaMashiach coming to uh, bring back the uh, rebuilding of the of the Beit HaMikdash. And again, Rabbi Kiva was a, was a Rebbe of Rabbi Shem Yochai. So he could be a Rebbe not just in Torah, but also in politics. Rabbi Shem Yochai also, you know, was a supporter of the of the Mered. And some want to say that the, the concept of the bonfires was what they used to do to signal each other. I heard that theory, but I have a better theory. Um, I think that the bonfires are uh, maybe a commemoration of the signals that they sent by Kiddush HaChodesh. Yes. Once again, we re- refer to the incredible sight of, of Lord of the Rings and the, and, the, and the messages that they would send from hilltop to hilltop with the, with the huge bonfires on each of these hilltops and send a, a signal for very, very far. What would that? What significance would that have to do with Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai? So, I think that had a lot to do with it because the central authority, as I mentioned last time, we, we mentioned this. The central authority was the Betin, was 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 the Sanhedrin, and it was seen as a, a sign of autonomy of the of the Jewish people, and therefore it's very very possible that that the Romans were trying to, to suppress all of that. And if the bonfire becomes a, a, an act of of standing up to standing up to the Romans. Anyway, um, one very very interesting theory is that when the Gemara talks about the twelve thousand 
Zugei Talmidim that aren't necessarily Chavruta learning Torah from Rabbi Kiva. It would be very, very hard to try to imagine a yeshiva of 24,000 Talmidim. There hasn't ever been such a yeshiva of that size. How big is Tels? Sorry. Not, not close. 24,000 24, Talmidim. So some want to say that the 24,000 Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva were actually followers of Rabbi Kiva. Obviously, a large percentage might have been the Talmidim Chachamim and Talmidim that, that followed him, but it was referring to the general followers of, of uh, Rabbi Kiva, people who fought on the side of Bar Kochva. This is a theory. You could take it or leave it. I mentioned to you the Rambam says that, that, that uh, Rabbi, Bayachai, or Rabbi Kiva rather, was convinced that Bar Kochva was the Melech Mashiach. There's a Gemara Bracha Samach Amud Bet, the Rabbi Kiva had to run away from a boleshet that, were, that was also trying to arrest him as well. We know Rabbi Kiva was involved in, 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 in the Mered. Rav Shuriagon, uh, in his Sefer uh, of Shuria, or his Iger of Shuria, Chelak Aleph, Perak Aleph, mentions the fact that Havishamda al Tamide Rabbi Kiva. Now, Shmad generally is a Gezeira of the Malchut. Right, Shamda is a gzer of the Malchut. Uh, and it's not necessarily a pestilence of some kind of medical you know, thing, but Shamda, according to Rav Shurigon, means that there was a decree of the government, of the Roman government, against Hamid Rabbi Akiva. And uh, they, some say Askara, which is one, one of the descriptions of what they died from, is a mitat through milchama, through fighting. So it's very, very possible that it's all tied to the Merit Bar Kochva. In other words, the period, the period of time, etc. Um, and that perhaps is the significance. Now, that's, that's Lag Baomer. Now, um, something to be machavin to if you, if you go to a bonfire. Some of you might feel that it's a big... Rather than going to a bonfire, a far bigger keel might be just to go to the base matter and learn. But that's completely up to you. Questions? Yes. So did you say it was who uh, said Rabbi Kiva thought Farkoff was the Mashiach? Rambam. Rambam Hilchus Malachim. Okay? Yes. I don't want to get into that. I don't know 100%. Yeah. Are we not supposed to shave until the day after still? Or, or Correct. You're not supposed to shave or take a haircut until the morning. After, meaning the morning of Lag, no, not Lad, the morning of Lag Baomer. Because at the night when you count the Sphira, the next morning, after Davening, you, uh, you could take a haircut. If that's your minute. Um, yeah, if that's your minute. Okay? Any other questions? Yes, Ami. Um, if you're sorry, I'm going to Lag Baomer. Um, could you get a haircut this year um, on Thursday night in preparation for Shabbos? This year, lag, 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 Balmer falls out on Friday. Yeah, you probably could, yes. You probably could. I, I didn't see that mentioned, but you answered your Sephardi. The, the idea was only brought up really by the Ramah. You understand? So I don't know. I can't tell you that, that that's Sephardi. Psaka, I can maybe help you look for it and, and, and see. Okay? That's all, folks. <laughs>